0: I keep a close watch on this heart of mine. I keep my eyes wide open all the time. I keep the ends out for the tie that binds. Because you're mine, I walk the line. We now continue with more of the Mark Milton Show with The Smash on 590 The Fan and 590TheFan.com. All right, you're listening very, to the Mark Milton Show with the Smash. Amazing Smash amazing is making some weird noises over there live in, live in live the live new live. Uh, Miller Furniture oh. Studios here at STL Tax Lawyer. HQ, Smash, you yeah. all right over there? You still uh, working off some of that Thanksgiving uh, Thanksgiving dinner? <laughs> that
1: was a good dinner, man. Tell mom <laughs> I love her, man. She's a
0: cook. I'll be sure to tell her that, yeah. Smash. I'll be sure to do that. Um yeah,
1: your dad is jolly like you are. Man. Jolly. That's, yeah. a good, that's a good
0: description. I'm happy all You time. guys are about the same age, I think. He's 70. He just had a birthday. Yep. I don't
1: know if you knew happy that. Happy
0: birthday to Joe Milton. Yeah, that's I gave a, him a shout out on TMA that. this week on his uh, actual birthday. Next
1: week, I'll be 72. 72. I'm older than your dad.
0: You know what's crazy, though? Is that Joe Biden is 70? Is he 79? Nine. And the thing is, like... I ain't tried to say this I, want to do this. I tried to say this in the wrong way. But can you imagine in six years, like you being president? Oh, I could be president
1: now, man. What
0: are you talking about? I am not trying to offend you, but like it's kind of crazy. Like, no offense to older people out there, yeah. but like 79 years old is like pretty old to be president, in my opinion.
1: Well, it is when you're, like you're
0: not cognitive of well, various he, things. He has no cognitive. I mean, he clearly he's suffering from solid cue the trump <laughs> this might yeah, this yeah, might not yeah. land well on yeah. our older yeah. audience but when i see joe biden i mean the guy is not there mentally and then even physically he kind of he kind of he has the shuffles you know yeah, when you see it, old it, people he, does, yeah. he has the shuffles and he tries to be athletic like he'll kind of try to it looks painful when he tries to kind of give a little jog or something yeah but i mean it's kind of crazy to think how old and feeble he is and he's the leader of the free world and we have an asteroid. That's gonna come as close to Earth as any asteroid in the world. I'm thinking to myself, just end it. Yeah. <laughs> just just like I feel on, like that's asteroid. how it's gonna end. We're complaining yeah. about COVID. We're yeah. so divided. I feel like if the government knew it was coming, they wouldn't even tell anybody, just be over. Yeah, but you know what
1: happened? <laughs> the asteroid comes to Earth and it misses us. It lands in the ocean instead.
0: That would end the Earth. We yeah. would all die. If an asteroid hit the ocean, you understand and- that would still it would
1: flood everything.
0: Yes, because this thing explosion? is like three foot, field, like three football fields wide. It would probably, yeah, it would flood. Every, I mean, it would destroy the Earth. It'd uh-huh. be like an atomic bomb hitting the center I, core I'd of like the Earth. i like see that. I think. Am I wrong, Sally? Am I crazy oh, here? Sally's giving me the blank stare. It all scientist. depends on the
1: size of the
0: asteroid. <laughs> <Good> point, <sir. laughs> when the they're talking, response. it looks. This one looks fairly large, <laughs> and they're doing. And it's also kind of interesting. <laughs> They've been doing tests like they sent a rocket up to space to hit a existing asteroid, like to kind of test. it's kind of like, what's that movie, Deep Impact? Well, that's what they're going to try to do, but it's not going to get there until July. So we'll see if we're still around when this other one. This one's supposed to cruise past the Earth on Monday night is what I read. You'll be able to get
1: up there for eight months.
0: That's what it said. So they're going to test to see if this rocket can explode. You know, they're trying to shift the. Orbit of this other asteroid. Yeah, this right. asteroid that's supposed to pass by Earth on Monday night. It, I mean, that's happening, but it's a million miles. They say it's a million miles uh, from Earth, yeah. but it's gonna whiz by us at you know yeah. two million miles an hour. That's the thing. These things are flying through space.
1: Yeah,
0: I mean, out of control. Us?
1: How do they miss us? I don't know. That's, what
0: that's what a good question. And yeah. do we really know? Like, would we have? I mean, like, is there a group at NASA yeah. monitoring the galaxy? Or could, it just, could one just Here's
1: swoop in think. and end it? Here's what I think. There is a, a group monitoring, <laughs> and they make it sound dangerous. That way they keep their jobs. They keep their pay coming because if they said, hey, no big deal, nothing going on. Who's yeah. going to pay him? Well, so asteroids are something
0: that I think is like a real – I mean, at some point it could happen. Like, Have you it ever just,
1: seen an asteroid? I've actually held a piece of an act, that asteroid.
0: That would be like a fragment. I'm talking like an asteroid
1: is like a I mean, it's like a, it's like a planet hitting a planet. Just outside of Phoenix, about two hours north, there's this humongous hole in the earth, and you can go stand on the edge of the hole where an asteroid hit the earth on how many million miles an hour?
0: Day. And I think there's comets too. A comet, comets have hit the earth. It
1: might have been a comet. Yeah, meteors. The hole is humongous, wait, man. Wait, <laughs> it might have been a big meteor. Yeah.
0: They wouldn't get someone from NASA to explain us the difference between a comet, an asteroid, and a meteor. Cause you also hear about yeah. meteor showers, yeah. God, this is terrible radio, isn't it? That's amazing.
1: <laughs> so, so I'm learning, <laughs> I'm learning, but right I'm now.
0: saying I do feel like at some point, if it were to happen, they wouldn't give anybody a warning because there's nothing they can do to stop it. Know. It wouldn't be like the movies, where they need a warning because then everyone would just freak out. And meanwhile, we're worried about a Mass bug, panic. we're worried about a flu bug, yeah, that's destroying our society. Yeah. And you could, and it could all be over with a, yeah, with an asteroid, you know. So that's I encouraging. It,
1: it, it's funny to see how many people got the COVID with Trump and, and passed away. Right. And now more have more done people. that with Biden, and yet you don't nobody's hear uh, no. pumping that. Well, out, And also,
0: you know? the, the stats are all, you can't really rely on any of it. I yes. mean, I, you can't really believe can't. any of it. I'm reading this book right now. I'm telling you, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but yeah. Bobby Kennedy Jr. wrote this book about the real Anthony Fauci. And it's really kind of eye-opening Bob, in terms Robert of Kennedy uh, Bobby Kennedy Jr., who is Bobby Kennedy, Robert Kennedy's son.
1: Get out, really.
0: Who is also kind of a quack. I mean, he's kind of, he's a he's an anti-vaxxer, which I am not. He's an anti-vaccine person. And All right. I think he's been sort of marginalized by the left, even though he's a liberal guy. Uh-huh. So Bobby Kennedy Jr. is a liberal guy who's out there saying that, Dan- yeah. that basically Tony Fauci is a fraud and uh-huh. that Tony Fauci is responsible for hundreds of thousands of deaths from COVID because of what he didn't do. And his point uh-huh. is, you know, there were doctors out there early on in the pandemic who are advocating for certain treatments for people who had COVID. And he's alleging that Fauci and his cohort suppressed those treatments or tried to make those people seem like they were crazy, because if they had alternative treatments, then the vaccine, which Tony Fauci, Bill Gates, others had financial interests in, would not be allowed to have emergency use use authorization from the FDA, because if you have other acceptable forms of treatment, you can't get emergency use authorization. And so these people were marginalized and told that they were quacks and all this stuff, but there's data to show that these doctors, the treating physicians, keep in mind, Anthony Fauci's never treated anyone for COVID. That's right. These are people that are actually in hospitals, That's right, at clinics treating patients, and the book talks about how instead of quarantining or locking down healthy people, what they sh- or Forcing people who are sick to stay in their homes. Yeah. We should have been sending them to treatment facilities once they got COVID to prevent them from getting to a point where they're at home and they can't breathe and they have to be hospitalized and then ventilated. And at that point it's too late. The point was there are plenty of medicines we had out there that could have been used to treat people and prevent people from dying. And then the nursing home piece, huh? it's just yeah. shocking how many people died in nursing homes because right. they were left there. They weren't hospitalized. Right. And keep in mind, Trump tried to, you know, they brought in a, a, naval ship off the yeah. coast of new york to bring new in to york, give that right. extra capacity in case hospitals got overrun. i don't think they ever used it yeah. and they set up other sites they had those huge tents you remember that early on in covid they yeah, had like remember that giant like military style tents yeah. where they could house, you know they could house people i don't think they ever got used i don't think so. and so this book talks about that and how really? if fauci cared about deaths and preventing death like why weren't you treating people early on who tested positive instead of forcing them to stay home, forcing healthy people to lock down, which obviously didn't work. The lockdowns didn't work. Right. So it really was a huge failure. And I'll, I'll blame the Trump administration for yeah. listening to Fauci. And it kind of, would. I mean, they were kind of in a point where what are you going to do? You've got this guy who's, you know, renowned scientist telling you things and Donald Trump's not a scientist. So I yeah. feel like for a while they just sort of accepted what he was telling them. And another point Bobby Kennedy made was, you know, there's this idea that Tony Fauci is somehow infallible, that he is like, no matter what, his opinions are the end all be all. Right. And Bobby Kennedy Jr., who's a trial attorney, who's litigated cases against huge you know, oil companies, pharmaceutical companies, all these things. He made the point he's like in every case I ever litigated, you had competing experts that were giving their opinions to a jury about X or Y. And you always it was up to a jury to decide who to believe, which expert to believe, because with science, there's always going to be differing opinions. And I thought that was really interesting because I feel like early on in COVID, it was like Fauci was infallible. And even now today, people still view him as like a, some sort of deity right. that can't be questioned. And it's like that's not what science is. Science yeah. is all about questioning what is, you know, allowing other people to have opinions. Treatments are you know experimental. You're trying to figure out what works, what doesn't. People should be allowed to question authority, especially when you're talking science and medicine.
1: Can I ask you, would you consider getting treated for something? Acid reflux. Is well, so what I, I'm, I'm experiencing?
0: <laughs> I don't have acid reflux. I am experiencing glee from drinking this coffee. It's very enjoyable. Glee. And sometimes I hiccup as a result of that coffee, but I enjoy it. I enjoy Looks it like very like acid much.
1: reflux to me, my man. All right.
0: Well, I'll tell you about something that's not related to that. Andy Newbold First Bank Mortgage. If you're in the market for a mortgage, oh, yeah. we should have covered this with tax tips. Another thing to think about is refinancing. If sure. you've got equity in your house, the home values are still going through the roof. I mean, we're, we've never seen anything like this. Interest rates are still staying low. We don't know if they're going to stay this low forever. So there's never been a better time, if you haven't done it already, to refinance, or if you're looking for a new home, to go out and get a great rate on a great home mortgage. And then you can do that with Andy Andy Newbold, first bank home mortgage. You can check him out on Facebook. He's got a Facebook page. You just type in Andy Newbold, first bank on your search. You can also email him anytime at andy.newbold at fbol.com. Or you can, I'm going to give you a cell phone too. You can call him or text him 314-660-2223. 314-660-2223. It's Andy Newbold, first bank home mortgage. Give him a shot at your business. You won't regret it. We did it. We used First Bank. Andy was amazing to deal with throughout the refi process. You won't be disappointed. So check him out.
1: You know what? A Solly needs to get uh, treatment for him.
0: Sleep, sleep deprivation. Exactly right.
1: He <laughs> <Sleep laughs> looks good. Or he
0: got a nap. So we had a we did the afternoon recording today. So he's he's a little spry. I just need the time to sleep. Good point. He, he works, works too all the time. He works huh? too much. All Solly, the, the it's a, it's talk about an oxymoron. Solly yeah. the socialist working all the yeah. time.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: not I need a few more of those handouts. He works, he works too much. A few more what? A few more of those handouts. <laughs> he does. You need free money, and then he's he would see. He wouldn't do that. See, he's not a socialist. We've got. I feel like we've gotten uh, solid to turn the corner on on his liberal ideas. Am I wrong? I don't know about turn the corner per se, but sometimes I'd say it's more a sign that too many people on the left has just gone so far off the map. Yeah, that's true. I don't think I've
1: become conservative. They've just gone
0: some of them off, off the, rails, the deep end. Off the rails. Completely yeah. off the rails. On both yeah. sides, to be fair, but especially. Yeah. There's no middle ground anymore. That's what's sad. So hopefully an asteroid will just. There is and just, just Just end it all for yeah. all of us. Because I don't see asteroid. how we come back. I don't know how we. Uh, how we come together again. No, I feel I have like a piece of an asteroid, man. You mentioned that earlier, I think. Didn't didn't you?
1: <laughs> just outside of Phoenix, <laughs> they got this humongous hole. So we're All right, this it's is the Mark Millett Show
0: with the Smash. Millions of years Broadcasting ago. from the Miller they Furniture Studios.
1: pieces of
0: it. Presented by STLTaxler.com. This is the Mark Millett Show. We'll you be back don't. next week, 10 a.m. on Sundays. I have an asteroid. 6 a.m. on Mondays. You can download the podcast anytime at 590thefan.com or Apple iTunes. Take you to our sponsors, Miller Furniture, Lordo's Diamonds, Rosalita's Cantina, and, of course, Andy Newbold, First Bank Mortgage. Thank you for listening. Come back and join us next week.